I don't even know where to begin with what I did yesterday in the Sixers-Nets game. I threw it up as a bit on the Moneyline Monaco page. Check out the social. I was on the cast, and I apologize if you tailed me sincerely. On the Sixers, minus 130 in the morning, going on a back-to-back off giving up 60 points to Bradley Beal and 136 to the Wizards. So we go into the morning thinking that Kyrie is playing. Only to find out. And and I took the line at minus 130, by the way. They were giving a point and a half to the Nets. So Nets plus one and a half morning spread. Embiid was a toss-up. Maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't going to play. He plays. Kyrie doesn't. And believe it or not, Nash puts out a statement last night that essentially said he doesn't know. And this is shared by Joe Varden via NBA on TNT. Nash doesn't know why Kyrie won't play tonight. And he is unaware of what KI's personal issue is. Said he reached out and Kyrie did not hit him back. And then the line obviously moves. Then it goes from minus 130 to minus 190 in favor of the Sixers. All the way up to now plus 4 Brooklyn. My buddy's got a theory. The homie. And check out the bit. About... The beginning of NBA seasons and going ego with a team that doesn't have their star playing and how they step up in that spot. And this was a letdown spot for the Sixers. This is their second time now. Their second loss, and it's their second back-to-back loss. But for me, I ended up tailing this theory After the line moved to Nets plus four, I faded myself on my own podcast. Took the Nets six minutes before game time. You can see it on my page. And the Nets win. There are no words for what I witnessed. And it was 122-109 Nets win. Outright. Nets won the first quarter, the second quarter, and the fourth quarter. Only outscored by a humble two baskets in the third. They dominated the game. 22 for Carl. 15 for Allen. 14 for Green. 13 for Prince. 28 for Joe Harris. 6 for 9 from 3 off the bench. Go off! Come on, Tobias. You're making Harris's look bad. Joe's balling over there. Doubling your numbers almost. 17 for Tobias. Look. It's a decent outing. 20 for Embiid. 24 for Milton, 17 for Harris, 16 for Maxi off the bench. You love to see it, but just ultimately not enough from Ben Simmons. 11, 413 from the field, minus 22 when they were on the court with Ben Simmons, the number one player in yesterday's point differential. We move on, but a lesson I wanted to share where I absolutely was wrong and faded myself, corrected it, but this is the value in following me on social media, and you get the update. I don't normally flip-flop. And I won't do that to the podcast listeners because it's messed up, dude. I did it as a gag just for the record. But I do want to make a pick. It's a special day. We have the Ball Brothers going against each other. Lamellos, Hornets, plus six and a half on the road against the Pelicans. I have a tasty little nugget for you via Vegas Insider. We've been doing these trends. Find them very fascinating. Here we go on this game in particular. So the Pelicans are 0-17 against the spread. Minus 9.91. We'll call it 10. At home, 
after they shot worse than 26% from three. Say it again. The Pelicans are 0-17 minus just about 10 points a game at home when they shoot worse than 26% from three. You're getting six and a half in Charlotte. Now, I will give you a little breakdown of the Hornets before you consider this. I mean, this is very much a team game. Let's forget about the Ball Brothers for a second and that fun matchup because they all love playing on the same team. Hayward is playing fantastic. 18.7 points, 5.6 rebounds, 4.7 assists. Balled out, 44 against the Hawks. Rozier's leading the team with 21.6 points per game. He's shooting 44.6 points from three, but it's their D that's better than their offense, believe it or not. They're giving up Charlotte only 1.08 points per possession, and they got a turnover of 16.3% on defense per possession. You couple that with the Pelicans, who are turning the ball over on 16.1% of their possessions start the year, you know, start to get a little more appetizing. Hornets are only scoring 103.5 per 100 possessions. That's not good. They're in the bottom of the league in field goal percentage, 50.4. Offensive rebounding, not so much. And you're going against Ingram leading the team with 25. And you got Zion putting up 20 and 8. Pelicans, though, are just 4-4 four and four coming off a very sick loss to the Thunder, 111-110. 111-110 in which they were outscored 34-19 in the third quarter. 34-19, Hornets off a very impressive win, as I just mentioned, led by 44 from Gordon. And they beat the, the Hawks by 8. Not a bad organization out the gate thus far. So, for me, I think I'm... Strictly going with the trend here. I'm going to take the six and a half. I'm going to take LaMelo. And we're going to ball out, baby. Ball out! That game will be kicking off 430 Pacific. Cannot wait. This is just fascinating. You don't get to watch brothers. I got two brothers. Same same, same amount as the balls. Three. Three in the fam. If I was going against my littlest brother today, I'd be fired up. Tell everybody. Notify the neighborhood. We need LaMelo over 20. Or they got no shot. No shot. All right. Odds are normally brought to you by MGM. I'm looking at a FanDuel line right now that says for NFL, we're on to Sunday. Baltimore is now minus three and Tennessee is plus three. There is no hook. Oh, baby. If there is no hook, that changes a lot for me. That goes from Tennessee value to I think Baltimore can cover. Baltimore 5-0 against the spread in their last five games. 5-0 straight up in their last five games. Tennessee coming into this 5-2 in their last seven games straight up. But this is the big separation. Both have good offenses. This is the top two rushing teams in the league. You got the Ravens leading the league with 191.9 on the ground. And you got the Titans second with 168. Titans are averaging 30.7, fourth in the NFL. And the Ravens are seventh in the NFL with 29.2. The enormous difference for me is this. Baltimore is only surrendering 18.9 points per game. Second in the NFL. Second. 
The Titans are giving up 27.4, 24th in the NFL. That is a large gap for me personally to look. Defense wins championships. Who's the better defense? Who's the better defense? Say it to yourself in the mirror. It's the Ravens. This team has lost twice in sick fashion. Overtime this year on a Henry run. Guy at 80 yards in the fourth quarter. They lost to him last year on a huge letdown spot. That spread was 10. This has been corrected all the way down to a touchdown. There's a large motivation. Shout out to homie Calais Campbell, though. Friends with his brother, Jared. Big game for the family. Big game for the Campbells. Need to have Calais step up to slow down Henry, who he called one of the best running backs of all time. It's a 10-0 Ravens team. Key stat yet again. When scoring this season 27 points or more, let me repeat it. If you can get me three touchdowns and two Justin Tuckers, the Ravens are 10-0 this year. If you can get me Marshall Fox number, minus one, the Ravens are 10-0 this year. If you get them down under 26, they're 1-5. 1-5 versus 10-0, the magic number is 27. Can the Ravens crack 27 in the first game on Sunday. Now, this will probably move back to three and a half. Money line is minus 182 in favor of Baltimore, plus 155 to the Titans. It's very difficult to not want to take the Titans with the plus three and a half. You're giving me a plus three, minus three, it's a completely different train of thought in the sports gambling mind. The over is cast in seven of eight Titans games. However, at 54 and a half, at 54 and a half, I think the running defense will be a little more buttoned up on both sides. And I'm looking at it right now. I think there's a little value in the under in a weird way. It could be a tightly contested little bit of a chess match defensive battle. These are teams that pride themselves on defense. Vrabel's a defensive guy. Harbaugh, when have the Ravens ever not had defense? Come on. So there's a little value in the under here, I think. And this is the only spread, by the way, on Vegas Insider that's close. It's the only spread in terms of I cannot give you a read on where the public is. It's 53-47 on the spread, 52-48 on the money. Now, it is 60 on the over, so if you want to fade the public once, go under. Every other lean is huge. 73-27, Seattle over the Rams right now in terms of the spread. Give me the Rams in the three and a half, baby. I got it at four and a half. That's why we do the pod breakdown early in the week, baby. Goff's throwing at practice. Vegas gives a point back. We were on it early. In Walford, we trust. You got an interesting large separation of 64 and 36, I'd like to think, for this Josh Allen team that's favored now a true six and a half. Changes your thinking a little because I was on Colts plus seven and I got it in as well. But six and a half is a different animal. Who wants a push? So three and a half, three 
it's Fanduel's got it three. They really shouldn't do that unless it's three and a half. I mean, that's important to, to note. Lamar is now the only man to rush for over a thousand yards in two seasons. The hotter team right now is the Ravens. The hot and cold team right now is the Titans. Titans end the season barely beating Houston and getting blown out by Green Bay. The Ravens ended the season on a five-game win streak with an average margin of 19.4 points. It's timing. The NFL playoffs is timing. You can catch yourself. It's a new day. It's a fresh slate. 100%. I don't law of averages see the Ravens losing three times in a row in two years to this team. I got to give Johnny Harbaugh the lean here. I've got to give it to him. And if it goes to three, I'm pouncing. If it goes to three, I'm pouncing. All right. Pick of the day. I'm going to rock with the trend. Take the six and a half. And the youngest brother, even though I'm an oldest brother, always win. Uh, older brothers always win. Kind of guy, you know it. Shout out the Harbaugh's. Love that Super Bowl. All right. Tomorrow, we got football officially off. I'll recap my picks one more time, and then we'll break down the last two, which is the Steelers and the Browns and the Bears and the Saints. And that's it for me. I'll give my this. I'm out. Happy Friday. (laughs) 